Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came home. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend. Jerry Springer. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you came back. It's good to be with you guys. Anything major going on in your lives? Huh. Hmm. Not really. Oh, okay. Well, thanks well, for that being was, with us. Well, that was a great <laughs> intro, Jerry. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, not really. Try yeah, right. we, I tell we, you. We weren't we ready for great. an actual question. <laughs> yeah, that, that's roses. Uh, we do have something great coming up for sure. Uh, Sean Whiting, Paintsville, Kentucky, uh, singer-songwriter. Works full time at it and uh, plays a lot of stuff. You're going to hear not only a song from him. Uh, it's kind of a blues rock and roll, little tinge of country in it. V- very cool sounding stuff. Jerry, yes. and, and we always start off these podcasts with what I consider to be the heart of the podcast. And that is uh, Jerry spotting something happening in the world, the country, usually more specifically. And having a great insight to it. And so something very dear to my heart, because I'm a retired educator for many years, uh, urban uh, inner city high schools. And I've been hearing about uh, some school boards uh, banning books. Yeah. What what year is it? How is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, It makes me think, right, Megan, of Catcher in the Rye and a separate piece and a lot of uh, oh, Huckleberry yeah. Finn, a lot of stuff that, you know, we, I Scarlet we Letter, that. all that stuff. Yeah. 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 So, Jerry, uh, yes. what's your take on this scary new phenomenon, Redu, the Redu phenomenon? Well, um, some 15 years ago, I, I had a guest on my crazy TV show who was, who was raising his daughter to be a racist. He started verbally attacking me, anti-Semitic ravings about what he would have done to my mother. And I rather <laughs> unprofessionally, I must admit, lost it. He got up as if to hit me. Security pinned him to the ground. And thankfully, neither me or my Armani suit was any worse for wear. <laughs> In my final thought at the end of the show, though, I wondered how some people could become parents and raising children to be prejudiced and racist. Isn't that child abuse, I said, destroying the chances of that kid ever growing up to be a stable, loving person, adapting comfortably to our multicultural world. Somehow that show came to mind the other day while I was watching on the news, a local Tennessee school board meeting where board members were responding to the wishes of irate parents wanting the Pulitzer Prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust mouse removed from their eighth grade students curriculum banned from their library apparently missing the irony that the book was about the history of the book burning regime of nazi germany by the way the board did not ban copies of mein kampf of hitler's warnings of what he would eventually do Of course, this kind of book and curriculum censorship is spreading in school boards throughout the country, even in state legislatures now proposing bans on what they call critical race theory, Mm -hmm. 
the teaching of the history of African-Americans since first being brought over here on slave ships back in 1619. We cannot let our kids be taught the truth is the unstated mantra of these parents because it may be uncomfortable for them at first. And we can't have white people, God forbid, ever want to correct injustices. This book banning, Texas is proposing, by the way, 850 books to be taken off the shelves, is of course enthusiastically supported by the usual suspects on Fox News, which raises an additional irony that they were the first ones to scream cancel culture when the publisher of Dr. Seuss's book stopped printing one of his earlier ones because of its racial stereotypes. Look, the issue of book burning is not a new one. This battle over what books our kids get to read is as old as our country. Uncle Tom's Cabin, Darwin's Theory of Evolution, books by leftist or socialist order, authors during the McCarthy era of the 1950s. But even if we can understand how certain books may not be appropriate for certain age groups, certainly teenagers, which eighth graders are, are entitled to learn the truth about our history so they can start to form ideas and values about how we can improve the world that they are about to inherit. Who are these book-burning parents? Well, I got a glimpse, a glimpse of them that night on the news. A mother testifying before the board, in a sense, threatening the board members. And I'm quoting, you will not damage our children with these books or we'll be back. And you won't take our guns away either. We've got a lot of them. And yes, this person is a mother. Plenty of guns lying around the house, but good Lord, lock up the books. Indeed, what chance do her kids have? But I guess what depresses me or scares me as much as anything over this issue is the criticism levied against those of us who object to burning or banning books that tell the history of how Blacks have been treated in America since colonial days, the history of the Holocaust, prejudice against gays, sneeringly referred to as leftists, as if those of us being opposed to prejudice, discrimination, or racism is an extremist view, as if teaching the truth about our history is brainwashing our children. How in a free democratic and all men are created country where the Declaration of Independence, the scales of justice, and the Statue of Liberty are the touchstones of our moral compass, how can any of these so-called leftist views be labeled extreme? If you disagree with the point being made here, your argument is not with me. It's with your conscience. Burning books? At least it gives the book burners a taste of how hot hell will be. Oh, Damn. good one, Jerry. Hell I, yeah, Mr. Springer. Yeah, I, I have an opinion about that. Did you, did, yeah. little, little, yeah. little passion coming out there, man. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that was really, yeah. really I mean, well, seeing, seeing that mother, I wasn't exaggerating. She was, they had her on, you know, on the news speaking at the board meeting and she talks about how many guns she has 
And she did you hear the these- same thing with the Black Keys concert? Um, the woman at the city council meeting about the Black Keys coming into yes, town? Yes, yes, yes. Screaming yes. about you're not yeah. going to damage my children. I'm going, oh, yeah. honey, you, yeah. you've done that already. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> done. And, and what a great punchline that if you fight for justice, you're labeled an extremist. Yeah. 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 We're well, we're we're leftists. Anyway, before we hear uh, some good music from Sean Whiting, I wanted to bring up something, Megan, that I really shouldn't. It's not right to do. It's not fair. So that's what you're going to do. Yeah. So apparently you're not going to do it. Is that fair to say? No, I must. Yeah. I must. Uh, But look, here's a deal. Uh, I was at a gathering with my lovely wife and Jerry's lovely wife and Jerry and a guy named Lewis, mutual friend of ours. And we're we're having a blast on on Lewis's boat in sunny southern Florida. Just a oh, wonderful time. And now, I appreciate Megan, that invitation. Too. Yeah, Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you <laughs> because I don't remember how such a topic came up. I didn't bring oh, it up. Oh, you're not going to. That. Listen, listen, Megan. I didn't bring it up. Lewis didn't bring it up. The only person that knew about it was Jerry and his wife. <laughs> and he tells us that, okay, on one occasion, recently, Megan, this is not. Like, <laughs> that he recently woke up having fallen out of bed. And I heard that. No, yeah, that's what I'm what? thinking. And Megan, wait, and what, wait. Megan, listen. When I heard that, I thought that's kind of weird. I never, I don't remember ever falling out of bed. So then, I think one of us <laughs> said, like one time, oh yeah, yeah, just one time. And, and his wife said, well, not not really, just one time. I mean, they started <laughs> naming well, the places yeah. where it happened very specifically. Well, well that one time in this other city. <laughs> and no, so, it, it, it doesn't sound right. Well, no, but that's what that. What did I say? What did I say? Your gravestone was going to say, Mister Springer. When you say it like that, it doesn't sound right. You say it out loud. It doesn't sound right. Now here's here's why. I was sharing a. Yes. I have a disorder. Okay, now let's get down to this thing. Let's get down to. Well, I. He's got a disorder. Hey, now, Jerry, be be kind to the other. Hey, look, we don't care that you have it. Be kind to the other people that have this disorder. They have it. Though. Right. It's not their fault that you. And have I, it. I, I, I move. I move in my sleep. Right. And, and by the way, Jerry, do you remember this? It, it, we had a blast with it. Hey, first of all, let's get this out up front. Let's get this out Wait, up front. It, it is not something this, what he calls disorder, I'm using air quotes here. What he calls a disorder is not something that's going to kill him. It's not going to, you know, uh, disable him. It, it is. It might uh, if he falls hard enough. It, it is treatable, <laughs> but we. Yeah, some riff- of the. I'll leave out some of the words of the disorder. Oh, no, I'll fill them. Words. Yeah, I'll the, help you. No, I'll no, you don't go for that. But the three words. Oh no, I need. I need to benign, because I, you know, sometimes my right hand shakes a bit. So um, it's called benign essential tremors. There you go. And I'm 78. You know, you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So and, and there was well when I was you were when I was six I, at camp I fell out of bed I remember that wait till you're seventy eight <laughs> yeah yeah okay let's get this down be nine essential, essential tremors okay. I added Megan two other words oh well that that isn't necessary because, because I thought they were funny and that would be penal rectal. Oh my rectal benign essential tremors. I yes, just think it sounds better. But no, that you don't wind up on the floor with that. <laughs> oh hey, seriously. That is not Wait, true. What is wrong? <laughs> hey, Megan. What, what is he saying? That is we, not at all true. <laughs> we talk. The benign essential tremor is true. Well, you're leaving okay. out the penal so rectal part. It goes in the front. Pissing or shitting all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Do we, we, this do these microphones work? Hey, we riffed, <laughs> we riffed on that for an entire day. And then, oh. hey, hey, listen. I, to, yeah. I want to hear what Lewis said because he's a quick one. I bet he's he had still, a few he's words. Still laughing. Funny. They is. don't understand. But the worst part about falling out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> You, you suddenly wake up and you see, it's like, like where what the hell am I doing here? And then I'm yeah. afraid Mickey's going to hear me. So yeah. I very quietly sneak back into bed uh, like nothing uh, happened. Oh, she heard you, Jer. I promise she but heard I'll you. But I'll tell you. The first she rolled her I, eyes and she went back to sleep. <laughs> you know, when, when I'm on tour with shows or something like that, and it happens in a hotel room, you oh, know, yeah. you wake up and you don't know because you just checked into the hotel. You don't know where you where are. Where am I? And you're, and you're feeling around for the bed because the light. <laughs> this oh, is God. better, Sharon. You this is a no. Oh. Honey, oh. don't you have a handler? Come on. Hey, really? and, how, and what I want to know, here's a philosophical question. How can you be embarrassed if there's no one else around? Oh, you know I, I mean? can. <laughs> I've made a career out of it. I can you be did. embarrassed it's all like by I myself. I embarrassed, but then I'm thinking I'm alone in the room. No one has to know about this except when we talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which we should not have done. I don't agree with this. Gene, how could you bring that up? I do not agree with a disorder. I disagree. I have to tell you, I think Gene is bringing awareness to this disease. I think have a telethon for God's sake. Hey, Megan. And then in the middle, in the middle of this lovely day in Southern Florida, and we're laughing our asses off about this. Then Jerry gets out his iPhone and because, hey, let's get serious for a minute. Anybody that has this. Uh, luckily, it's treatable. He's the one. It's, right. not, it's no big yeah. deal. No, but no big deal. he had a scary points as I would have. If you see any tremor, you think, oh, my God, is that oh, shit. people yeah. with tremors? That could be Parkinson's. So they did all this stuff and they said, no, it's not that. But then he got his iPhone out and he looked up falling out of bed and it said symptom of Parkinson's. And he thought, holy crap, maybe he misdiagnosed me. But then we looked up the actual thing he has, and I'm going to give the official clinical title. It's called penal rectal no. benign. Then you totally made that stuff up. It's called penal rectal benign essential tremor. So we looked that up. <laughs> hey, Megan, we looked that up. So Guess what it says? Guess what it says? It says one of the symptoms is you can fall out of bed. It's, no, because it's, it's, well, then that's what he has. 
Yeah, yeah, no, it. it is what he has. And, and it yeah. has to do with sleep states and all that. So Jerry Springer <sighs> no. is fine. <laughs> He's, He's fine. fine. Don't worry about Jerry. And it, well, it, are you still doing the knee bends, Jer, in the shower, your yeah, exercises? <laughs> yeah. That's the other terrifying <laughs> image that I have of you is doing knee bends in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that ever come out? Well, because you, you told said it. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait a second. Holy, wait don't, a blame, what? Hey, don't blame this on us. You're the one that told us. You told us, and you then told it on the podcast. It's one of the funniest episodes we've ever had <laughs> of how when you were traveling in Italy, yeah. and you went oh, to that, the bathroom. That, now, now, look, Sean is with us. He's going to be uh, uh, performing wonderful music for us. Yes. And, yes. and Sean doesn't need to hear this. No, he no, actually he doesn't. Nobody I'm needed protecting to hear Sean. it. He doesn't Gary, you shared that. it. This was your that. sharing. We don't want to pile them all into one podcast. No, we you don't. Know? We just don't. you know, Jerry. This is right. the we... produ- This is the producer in me. Let's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's spread it out over a season. That's good. In the I producer, enough, I got enough embarrassing shit that can go all yeah, season really. long. And the producer, and oh. the producer, and me as the one that knows I shouldn't talk about yes. penal, rectal, oh. benign, <laughs> essential tremors, but I did. You know. All anyway, right. well, Megan. the, the oh. executive producer and me is going to talk to Sean now you because go. you go. you two are yeah, cut take off. It. Take it, man. <laughs> that's hey, a very Sean. That's, yeah. that's one of the remedies. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, one of the treatments. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sean Whiting, welcome back. I'm sorry. Thank you for having me. I mean, we're thank you for staying and being with us again oh. and Holy crap. Anyway. <laughs> so last time you were with us, uh, we heard a great song, The uh, Perfect World. Um, yes. What have you been up to? I know you said you play professionally, like that is your all your full-time gig. So yes. how do you make that work? Um, you're down in Kentucky. How, I mean, like you got to be like burning at both ends, man. How do you, how does that work for you on a day-to-day basis? Um. Uh, it's well it's there's a lot of hats to wear um yeah juggle, juggling a lot of different things um but um just a lot of traveling you know yeah uh really you know i've spent the last several years kind of you know keeping the roads hot and uh i i'm kind of i stay try to stay within four or five hours or so uh okay of, i was from, gonna ask base. yeah where do you generally I, you i'm going? generally playing uh in lexington kentucky a lot okay. um it's a great city. Uh, I'll play there sometimes. I'll play at the uh, Southgate House Revival there in Newport. I uh, love that place. place. That is um, a love great place venue. Too. Yeah, um, I play in really Huntington, cool. West Virginia, Charleston. Um, sometimes I go out west. Sometimes out toward Kansas City. Um, okay. Just I haven't been able to do that um, as much uh, in the last couple of years. But yeah. Um, yeah, things are looking up. And so now, in the meantime, I was just putting out music and trying to, you know, continue to put things out on streaming platforms and, and stay relevant and put out videos and put out content, things like that. But, now, last time we talked, ahead. you mentioned you had a wife. Um, do you still have a wife? I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as I've been a week. As far as you know. Hey, dude, I don't know. <laughs> we started with this podcast. <laughs> she may have listened in and said, yeah. oh. Yes. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> now, do you um, guys have any kids or animals or anything that you have to worry about at home or you guys kind of um, do your own thing? Well, yeah, we've, uh, I've got three kids. Um, oh, wow. They're all, but they're, they're all, um, they're all teenagers and, okay. um, Oh. They can take care of themselves. Dude, you um, don't look old enough to have teenage kids. I am 45 years old. Holy yeah. cow. You look better than Gene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm only 38. Sorry, Gene. Uh, <laughs> I'm only 38. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's a Covington um, 23. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a lot. Three, I've got three uh, three teenagers, uh, several cats, and a dog, big old bulldog. Um, and they're a handful. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we just, I recently went back to uh, college while I was, while, during COVID. Um, oh. Yeah. I decided to uh, uh, get a degree in visual communications. Um, oh, wow. Good wanted for you, man. To, uh, well, I wanted to look for more artistic uh, outlets and graphic design and, and photography and uh, things like that. So I had plenty of time. Um, I'm also a... Uh, I got into my health during COVID, you know, that's a scary time. Sure. Um, and a lot of people that were obese were, were seemed to be the people that were getting the uh, brunt of the, yeah. of COVID. And I used to be extremely obese and during oh, COVID, really? uh, uh, I lost, uh, the first year of COVID, I lost, um, 120 pounds. No way. Um, Holy cow. My God. I, wow. I've lost, uh, altogether, I've lost about 200 pounds in the last, uh, Whoa. two and a half, three years. You're not half um, the man you used to be. Shut up, I, I, Jerry. I weigh less. I weigh less now than I've what I've lost. But I mean, that's wow. That's people, I get honestly, that that's very aside, cool. That's, yeah, good yeah, job, good Sean. Good well, you know, well, it was. I felt like the world slowed down and stopped for everybody. You know, uh, yep. in a way, I felt like it was time for yeah. me to catch up. You know, yeah. I kind of felt like you know we're, you're trying to keep up and everything slowed down and I just uh, I just knew it was time for me to. Uh, to get focused, uh, I want to be around, see some grandkids, you know, and uh, hell yeah, be around man. good for and, you. And I and I wanted to, um, you know, my my body is my instrument. I'm a vocalist, and okay. the better shape I'm in, the better I can perform. Yeah. Um, and, hey, Sean, and I, short. Give the short version. But how'd you lose two hundred pounds? Um, the short version was basically I stopped eating um, things I like. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. But all seriousness, it, it works. I, I, I started. Uh, I started watching what I eat meticulously. Um, I started eating lean meats. Uh, cut way back on the fats. Um, started eating more, much more healthy. Started. Uh, I kept a journal. Actually, uh, uh, you know, you can get apps on your phone. Yeah. I started keeping track of everything I eat, um, and I started keeping it's- watching my pork. Watching my portion. Eye opening, isn't it? When you actually track it, yeah. what's exactly. going in your body. When you actually yeah. track what's going in your body. You it helped me make better choices. When I got later in the evening, I could see what I had already eaten and be like, okay, I don't need, I don't need this. I need to stick with this. And as I lost weight, I began to um I began to be more active. So then I felt better. And then I started walking and jogging and and things like that. But it, it uh I haven't felt better. I think I feel better now than I did yeah. when I was in my, when I was in my teens. I, I get out Sean. with my, Good and, I, and I, yeah. the, the thing and that it, I feel the best about, honestly, is I inspired my 17 year old son to lose a hundred pounds. Good. That's what that makes me feel better yeah. about it than anything is Good that he, Good for he, you. he, he lost a hundred pounds with me. Whoa, uh, wow. So uh, yeah, he's a, he's a huge health nut now and run gets out and runs every day and works out and, 
Uh, so that that makes it worth it. Yeah, you know. That's so ironically, cool. the pandemic may have saved your life. You know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it really, it really, yeah. probably yeah. did. Um, so I, huh. what was, a cool you know, it's story, like, it was time for you know for reflection, and yeah, and I started reflecting on on what was important to me, and that's music, that's my health, that's my family, and so that's what I dove into. You know. Well, good That's for you, cool Jamie. as shit. Congratulations. Yeah. So the song that we have this evening is, if I can read my own writing here, The Rain. Um, so tell us about this song and what inspired it and where we can find it. Um, this song, um, it's an older song of mine. It's something I've written maybe 15 years ago. Um, and it's just asks, really, it's about the existential question of, you know, what is what is life about? you know, what's the meaning of life, things like that. Well, you know, what happens in the afterlife. Um, and last year when I, I put out an EP, um, this was a song that I decided to, um, to bring out of the, bring out of the vault and kind of redo with the new band yeah. that I had. And, um, so we brought new life to it and I put it back out. Um, and you can find it on, uh, iTunes and Spotify and, uh, YouTube and, uh, you can also find it. Uh, I sell physical copies on my website at uh, seanwadding.com. And um, yeah, I'm pretty All much right. everywhere you need to be. That's where I am. Excellent. Well, <laughs> this is Sean Whiting with The Rain. Across the sky, feel the wind blowing. Death is on the rise. Here it comes. I can feel the rain. Here it comes. Yeah, see you right in the door, knocking at your door, Lord, him a mercy, 
again that was sean whiting with the rain you can check sean out on spotify sean spell your name for us again so we can find you um on facebook and all the other avenues okay, great uh yeah it's sean s-e-a-n whiting w-h-i-t-i-n-g um if, if you don't mind i'd also like to mention um i've been working on a new album excellent um, and uh i have a new single that will be released on Ooh. march the 4th Dropping um, a new single. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. A new single. Um, <laughs> and it will be out on all, everywhere you stream music, uh, it will be available. Uh, it's well, we called Time keep... and Space. Time, Time and space. space. Okay. Time and Space. Good all right. Well, we'll that. make sure to check that out. Yeah. And hopefully we can have you back again. And in the meantime, while you're checking out Time and Space by Sean Whiting, make sure you check out jerryspringer.com and the Jerry Springer podcast, Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery. See what we're going about and see what's happening in our lives. And we'll check back in with you next week. Thanks for listening. Jerry and Casey, you're going to take you out on uh, Down by the Riverside. Well, I'm going to lay down my heavy load. Fullery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com. I'm gonna lay down my sword and shield down by the riverside.